Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chains. Here are your hosts, Kathy Kay and Tommy. Hey, welcome to Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. And uh, we have on the call today, or I have on the call today, a guy who sent me a really quick email. I found him on Craigslist, and he sent me a quick email and said that he was actually um, obsessed with watching his girlfriend fuck another guy. Like, that's just what he's really into. Now, I don't know whether he's already done it, whether they engage in that, or whether he wants to, or whether he's ever done it before. I don't know any of that stuff because he didn't give me any other information, which I prefer. I prefer my calls like that. I like to not know anything so then I could ask a a zillion questions. Um, So that's who we have on the call. Uh, If you want to call into the show, I'm always looking for callers. I get most of my callers from other Craigslist. Um, I've used Adult Friend Finder. I've also used Backpage. But Craigslist is basically the gift that keeps on giving. I get most of my people from Craigslist. It's awesome. But if you're listening to the show and you just want to call in because you're looking for advice or and you have a problem or you just live a secret life and you just want to you know, dump it on somebody or just get it off your chest, give uh, send me an email and I'll have you on the show. I'm always looking for people to call in. Uh, especially women. I don't get any, I don't get a lot of women because I advertise in the places where I advertise women don't go. So if any women are listening and want to call in, um, it's totally anonymous and you could spill your, your shit to me. And if you need help or whatever it is, uh, 
definitely send me an email. Send an email to strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com and I'll have you on the next show. Uh, the guy that's calling in today, I'm calling him Jay. It's like the letter J, but it's J. That's his, that's his name that we're going to call him because that's his email that he's sending to me. I'm assuming it's a fake name. Um, and Jay just, like I said, wants to watch another guy fuck his girlfriend. I don't know if he wants to join in either. I don't know. Like I said, I don't know any of those things. So anyway, I'll be right back with Jay. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous. Hi, is this Jay? Yes. Hey, Jay. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. So I'm just going to start taping. And um, okay. I like when I'm sometimes people like email me a lot and they tell me a lot of information beforehand. Um, but I prefer when it's something like with you where you I mean, you just told me basically your deal is um, you're like obsessed with having your girlfriend fuck other guys and you watch. Right. And I mean, that's all I, I know. I don't know if you've done it already. I don't know if you, you know, and that's the kind of stuff that I want to know, actually. Um, okay. So have you guys done, like, already gone there? Like, do you watch her have sex with other guys? No, I haven't. How long have you been dating her? Does she know? I have so many questions. For you. First of all, how long have you been dating her for? I've been dating her for about two years now. And before her, like, is this something that you've always wanted to do with your girlfriends or just with this one in particular? Um, this is something that I've kind of always wanted to do. Like, I kind of, like I've had, before I started dating her, like, I had a couple of, like, threesomes. And, like, I really enjoyed, like, watching the other guy and with his girl. And I kind of want to do that again. But, like, you know, like, I don't know. It's just... Weird to bring up to your girlfriend. To... <laughs> exactly. Like, <Yeah. laughs> but... totally. But wait a second. So you let's start with your threesomes that you've had in the past. Were they stuff that you like sort of found on Craigslist or, you know, and like you were with a guy and their girlfriend as opposed to you and your girlfriend with another guy? Exactly. Right. So when did you start getting into doing these threesomes? Uh, when I was in college. Did it happen like, like, was it a first time? Was it like a drunken college thing? Or was it just something always like you sort of did secretly on the side? It was something that I sort of did secretly on the side. That's okay. That's what I love talking to people about. Because I think a lot of people have secret stuff that they do on the side or think about or, you know what I mean? You're not the only one. But wait, so you were in college and you just always had this thing where you wanted, and it was like your threesomes involved you, another guy and a woman, right? Exactly. So you like that to watch a guy screw another girl. So you did it with always strangers. Yeah. And how did you find these people? Uh, through Craigslist. Always Craigslist is like the gift that keeps on giving, right? I mean, <laughs> I mean, for me though, what I find a lot of times I'm talking to guys, I always post on Craigslist. That was like, 
I always wanted to do a call and advice podcast show, and I'm like, I don't know where to get people because I didn't want any of my friends to know what I was doing or any, this is my secret life, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> but I, uh, so for some reason, I posted on Craigslist in the personal section, and I just got like all these really interesting people calling. Um, and a lot of times it's guys looking just for girls to screw, you know. And in that situation, I get a lot of them are very frustrated because on Craigslist, they don't find real women. You know, a lot of times it's like men or dudes or prostitutes or there's not a lot of like, you know, they can't get what they want. You've, I'm assuming, have been successful in finding like guys with girlfriends that want to bring another guy into the mix. Yeah, I have been successful. And Yeah. Yeah, or I don't know. I haven't been extremely successful, but I've done it a few times. What's a few times? Three? Uh, like five. And they've been. And have any of them been like ongoing experiences, or are they typically like one-offs? Like you just screw them, and then everyone's like, "Oh, see you later. <laughs> I never want to see you again." Uh, one of them was like more ongoing, and it lasted about like a month, and then they kind of just stopped replying to me. Uh huh. So, but you, but you were with them, like you guys had all had sex. Yeah. And now, let me ask you this. It's not a gay thing, right? Like, it's not like a, it's more, like, are you straight? Do you consider yourself straight? Um, I don't, like, maybe, like, slightly bi. I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, I did go down on the other guy. And that was kind of, a, I, I found it hot for, like, the first, like, minute. And then after that was kind of like, whatever. But, like, whatever, or, like, you weren't into it at all? Or... Like, did you start, oh. like, at first you thought, so you were giving him a blowjob. Was this one of your first experiences? Yeah. Right. So you started blowing him. He was into it? Yeah. And you were into it at first? And then, I don't know, it was something that I was kind of curious about. And then, uh, I guess, kind of, like, the novelty of it wore off. <laughs> and Right. And you're like, been there, done that after like a minute and you're like not interested anymore? <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, did it freak you out or did it make you sort of realize like, oh, this is, I'm not into this or did, you know? Uh, it didn't really freak me out. I was just kind of like, oh, I'm not really into this. But then like every once in a while, like, like I kind of want to do that again, but just for like a minute. But <laughs> it's just mm-hmm. weird. Mm-hmm. Do you think that, like, you know, you're into the whole visual thing, uh, you know, of seeing that man with the woman and that plays a part in it? You know what I mean? Because it's not like you're into yeah. seeing your woman with another woman, right? You want to see another man. So, like, another naked yeah. man banging her, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. so, there that... was, like, one particular experience that, like, stands out in my mind because I always think back to it because it was, like, the best. What was that one about? Tell tell me the story. So, basically, like, he was riding her, like, doggy style, and then I was underneath her, like, licking her clip, uh-huh. slash, like, leaning back and watching, and that was just, like, I've masturbated to that, like, a thousand times now. Right, right. Because that's really what you're into, right? Like, that, that sort of vision that you have is what turns you on and why you like to have the threesomes, right? Exactly. And do, are these people that you're with, um, are they boyfriend and girlfriends? Uh, most of the time couples? Mostly boyfriend and girlfriend. And one of them was husband and wife. How old are you? I'm 26. 
I always ask my callers because I try to get a visual, even though I like to remain anonymous and never see anyone or know anything. But I want to always know kind of like I always ask people like on a scale of one to ten, what do you consider yourself like? Are you what would you consider yourself on a scale of one to ten? Uh, probably about a seven. A seven? Yeah. And the people that you've met through Craigslist and these couples that want to screw, have they always been kind of hot? Like, are, are they attractive to you? Or what kind of people are they? Um, yeah, they have actually been. I was kind of surprised that because I know, well, except for one time when I met a couple, like, we just, like, went out for drinks. Mm-hmm. And, like, their pictures looked like they were, like, 10 years old. Mm-hmm. But um, other than that, they've all been... Like really attractive. Really, and do you guys? How does it work? Like, so you they post ads with pictures, and they're and then you guys exchange pictures, and because they have to say okay or no or whatever. Like, do you do you size each other up ahead of time? Yeah, like they post an ad, like I reply, send like a couple of pictures. They if they're interested, reply, send some pictures. We talk a little bit, and then like I, I usually like to meet them like somewhere public like a bar or something and then uh, go back to their place or... right and most of it has it ever gone like i mean you always meet them and it always winds up back at their house have you ever met them in a bar and been like oh fuck this i'm not going home with them <laughs> the couple that didn't look like the pictures oh you didn't go home with them no they and were too old they're actually or yeah they just weren't my type okay and then, yeah, there was another time when I think her boyfriend wasn't into me. So, like, they said, we're not interested. So. Oh, they denied I, you. And they just told you straight yeah. up, hey, by the way, we're not really into this? Uh, no. I, they were like, he's not feeling well. But, <laughs> right. If I went on I, a date but, with a guy and he said that I'd assume that he wasn't into me, too. <laughs> yeah. And, and then I was like... Hey, is he feeling any better? Like two days later, never heard anything back from them again. So, right. Sure they just bring it. So, do they send? Do people send face shots beforehand, or is it just mostly body shots, like dick pics and stuff? Uh, it depends. Like, I prefer to like not send a face picture, mm-hmm. like unless I know they're definitely interested. Mm-hmm. But yeah, most of the time, like before somebody will meet. We'll probably be exchanging face pictures. Right. And so when you've done this, you said you've done it five times. Have you done it when you're in relationships? Like, do you cheat on your girlfriends in these kind of scenarios, or do you do it when you're single? I've only done it when I was single. You've only done it when you were single. I knew a guy, a good friend of mine, who met a woman in that scenario. Like, he met, I mean, he didn't do it through online dating or anything like that or Craigslist. He, I think he just met this girl in a bar and she was like, took him back to her place, but she had a boyfriend and she wanted him to watch her fuck this guy. I don't know if it, but, and somehow my friend wound up dating her. And uh, that was her thing. That's the kind of girl you need. Um, and that was like her thing. But I got to tell you, she was like kind of whacked. You know, I mean, she was like a crazy girl for him to date. I mean, like, you know, and that's the hard thing. Like, you have a relationship with this woman for, like, two years. Like, what are the odds if she's kind of sane and you could keep a relationship with her that she's going to be like, oh, yeah, let's bring a guy into it and I'll fuck him and you could watch, you know, without her being kind of, like, crazy in a certain way. Yeah, exactly. And, like, if she's not into it, I don't want her to 
well, like, I don't want to end our relationship over this one little thing. Was, yeah, it would be great, but it's not like I absolutely need this to happen. Right. And the problem with the woman, you know, because, I, I mean, if my guy, like, came to me and asked me that, you know, so many different things go would go through the girl's mind, you know. But I think a part of it would be like, do you not like like me? Like, you know what I mean? Because somebody would think like, wouldn't you be jealous to see me screw another guy? Do you know what I mean? The, would there be no jealousy for you with your girlfriend? Like, I I don't know because it hasn't like actually happened, but I don't think so. You don't. Like, if you found, let me ask you this, though. If you found out that your girl was cheating on you with another guy or she fucked your friend or something, would that freak you out? Um, well, I actually did have an ex-girlfriend who, like, she made out with somebody, some another guy. Uh-huh. Didn't really go that far. She was kind of drunk at the time, too. And, like, when she was telling me, like, I was kind of upset, but at the same time, I was also really, really turned on. <laughs> right. So I didn't tell her that, but I don't know. I feel like it's different if I say, like, okay, let's do this versus her going behind my back and doing that. Right, totally. But you still have, you can't help that you're wired in that way. So even if they're cheating on you, you do still find it sort of hot. So you've been dating your girl for two years, and you've you've obviously never brought this up, but you want to. I mean, you're on Craigslist. Yeah. You found me on Craigslist, right? So you're on there looking yeah. for something. For the past two years, have you looked for situations to do this behind her back, but nothing's come up, or would you never do that behind her back? Are you, like, not a cheater well, or a cheater? What I occasionally am looking for is, like, another guy to bring in. So, like, if there was another guy that I could basically, like, watch her with. But that's what you're looking know, for, I, right? Yeah, that's what I'm looking for, and that's kind of why I'm not correct with. Right, so you're not, but in the past two years, because you're not getting your rocks off in that area because you've been with her, right? You haven't been with any couples. So yeah. have have you thought to look for another couple just to go do that and have that experience so that you could like release that sexual tension or have you been completely faithful to her? Ah, mm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. I've been faithful to her 
that's like what I've been doing, like is just like looking at the ads and using those to get off. But I haven't actually responded or anything like that. Right, that would be fantasizing. And that's fine. I mean there's not that's not cheating. I don't think so. Do you? No, I yeah, I don't think so either. It's like similar to looking at porn but slightly different. Yeah, and sometimes it's, like, better, like, sometimes, I mean, I don't know, like, how do you feel about cheating? Are you typically a monogamous guy when you're in a relationship with a woman, or do you not, like, give a shit about that? Like, have you always been faithful to your girlfriends? Yeah. Uh-huh. Right, so maybe it's better if you keep that as a fantasy, and the only way you you do it is if she says yes. I mean, it's hard, I gotta tell you, we're calling you Jay, right? Like, it's hard, Jay, yeah. to find, like, to, you know to bring a topic like that up with a woman, if, you know, and have her be into it. You know what I mean? What's your sex life with her like? Is she pretty, like, hardcore and really open-minded and sort of experienced and that kind of, like, what is she like sexually? Um, I think she's somewhat experienced. She's actually, like, really into bondage, which I enjoy, too. Mm-hmm. And... That's we've just kind of been playing around with that and getting. How much into bondage? Like she really likes being tied down to the bed. We got some like, or we just got some like bondage tape that we've been playing around with, and she like likes to be handcuffed and blindfolded and all that fun stuff. So there's bondage tape. What's the difference between bondage tape and like duct tape? So it only, like, sticks to itself, which is really, really nice because it's not, like, sticky or anything like that, and you don't have to worry about tying knots and all. Oh, so it doesn't stick to, like, the skin or areas or anything like that. Like you say, it only sticks to itself. Mm-hmm. So, so she's really into that. I mean, listen, you know, that could escalate into other things. The problem is with you wanting her to do that, it's like um, it could wind up opening up. I mean, if she's into it, it would be great, right? And then it doesn't matter what you've done in your past or anything. But it could just wind up opening up a can of worms because it's just like, you know, it leads to all the questions that I have for you, right? And before you know mm-hmm. it, you're telling her like you've given a guy head, you know, and maybe she'll be freaked out by that. You know what I mean? Like you just don't know. I mean, do you want to like bring it up to her? Are you at the point where, like, that's what you, like, you're getting to the point where you can't take it anymore and you, you have to sort of go there or you want to? Like, I, I'm really, like, on the fence as to whether or not I want to or not is kind of where I am right now. Like, I just can't, like, I, I just keep on imagining all, like, the negative things that could go wrong. And now I kind of talk myself out of, like, bringing it up to her. Mm-hmm. How old's your girlfriend? She's 24. And what does she do for a living? She's in uh, grad school right now. Right, so she's going to school. And she's, like, sexually, she's pretty open-minded. She's very into the bondage thing. Now that's getting, like, did she read that book or something? Like, how did the bondage thing come up between you guys? Uh, apparently, it's been, like, a long-time fantasy of hers. But she didn't read, like, Fifty Shades of Grey. She just was like, I want you to tie me up. Yeah. Okay. Right. She was always she was always into it and she felt com once she felt comfortable enough with you, she was like she she let you in on what she really likes. Exactly. Right. I mean that could lead to other things. I mean maybe there's other things that she hasn't told you about that she's really into as well. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. 
You don't know what comes after her bondage fantasy. <laughs> you know, you got to keep going her. there. And that's a good thing because that could open the door to other things as well. Has she ever been interested in being with another woman? Um, I think so. Like, I'm not really, she has had, like, one experience with a normal woman. Uh-huh. And she seemed to have liked it, but it seemed like it was more of a one-time thing, but I don't I don't know. Right. And when you think that like bad things would happen when you bring it up, like and when you say like sometimes you think about it, but then you think like what are the bad scenarios that you imagine? Or basically I'm imagining like her, well, I'm imagining her kind of just completely freaking out about <laughs> it mm-hmm. and just not understanding at all and just reacting negatively towards it and basically like just thinking that like I, I like I don't even really know how to describe it like that I like I don't know I don't want her to feel like she, just her being there isn't enough to make me happy because it is but it's right you have this other little thing that if you add it into the mix it would be really amazing Mm-hmm. But it's a it's a tough. I mean, I like you're kind of like in a weird position. I mean, I, and I get I, like I don't know like, you know, I would never advise you if I was your friend. You know what I mean? I would. Does anyone know that you do this besides me right now and the other couples that you fucked? No. Right. So you know, like I don't know that I could ever tell you like you know what you need to bring it up. You know because I feel the same way you do. It's a fifty fifty chance. Or maybe like an 80-20 chance. Or maybe it's 95-5. You know what I mean? That she's going to be like, what the fuck? Or not, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And you really... I mean, I think it's like... But you just don't know. And I think it's a little scary to risk a relationship if you have a good relationship and you really care about her, right? To sort of bring that up because... You know, it's just sex, right? At the end of the day, it's not your whole relationship, right? You're just, it's just this little thing that if you added it in, it would be amazing, right? And it would be better than if you don't add it in. But it's not like anything's wrong with your situation without it, right? Exactly. Yeah, so like the best time to bring it up is when she's about to dump your ass and things are on the on the out. <laughs> do you know what I mean? And you're like, okay, if you're gonna go, we might as well do this now and maybe bring it up and and maybe it, it'll either she'll leave you and be like, fuck off, or she'll be like, oh my god, I've been dying to do that, and it'll add some like you know a breath of fresh air, and you'll have another year with her. But it's really hard. I get why you don't know what to do. And like I said, I would never advise you. I give on professional advice, right? I'm no like psychologist or anything. I just like talking to people about their problems and, you know, analyzing stuff. But I, you know, if I was like your friend, I would be like, I would be just as, I'm just as confused as you are, unfortunately about it. You know what I mean? I feel on the same, I feel on on the fence too, because it's a a hard subject. You kind of have to do it I think that the the fact that she's really into bondage right now and you're doing like these like things and, you know, I think is a good thing because it can lead in to that conversation and the conversation probably should never be. And it's, you know, that you've done this in the past and this is what you've always wanted to do. The conversation should probably be like, hey, what do you think about that? And would you ever be into it? Maybe like, I don't know how I would feel. Do you know what I mean? Like, did you ever think of playing it that way where it's something that you think you're going to try, but you never did? 
like lie about it. You know what I mean? Not sort of give, not sort of let her know that this is something you've done before and something you're into and something you would die. More so be like, you know, bring it up in a way that seems like it's something you just thought about and you maybe, you know, she wants experience with you and maybe you could be like, I don't even know if I'll like it, but maybe I would or maybe I wouldn't. Yeah, I, I know what you mean there, but like, I don't know. I don't particularly <clears throat> like want to like lie to her. But that, right, you want to right, okay. But it's not really li- like. Listen, I'm a very honest person, right? I can't stand fucking liars. I think the truth is just so much easier most of the time. It just really is, you know. But sometimes, like certain lies, like in a situation like this, does it matter if she knows that you fucked other people in your past and did this, or that this is like your secret? I don't think it does. If like, you know what I mean? I don't know. I don't see that as like a, a real lie. I, and so, um, you know what I mean? Like, so I, I don't think that that's, it's that bad. It could be a better way to sort of segue into what you're looking for and not risk your relationship. Like, I, I know what you're saying and uh-huh. it kind of makes, and it like makes sense. It just kind of like, I don't know. Like if she, she's, if I'm, bring it up like have you ever thought about this yeah and she answers and then basically it's like why have you thought about this or like have you done this before right I would, can't like, you just right you feel like you'd have to say yes mm-hmm. right i mean listen nothing that you did in your past would freak out like you never ha- did it with a girlfriend you never did you did it with like rand i mean i don't know if that's worse like i don't know if she'd be like what the fuck but um if you're the type of person that have to be honest, then you'd have to be honest. But it's not like, you you know, you never did it when you were dating anybody. You only did it in the past. So I don't see why she would really care. I don't I don't think so. She might, though, just be like a little bit like, oh, you know, sometimes when you let your freak flag fly, people could get a little freaked out, you know? Yeah. It just depends. I mean, if she's been with a woman and she's really into bondage and I don't know, like, is she very open minded? Seems like she is. There was, well, I don't know. There was one time when, like, I kind of mentioned to her that, like, I thought I might have been by, and she, like, I don't know. She didn't take it very well. Oh, okay. See, these are the good things that I, yeah, I need to know. So, what happened in that situation? How did that come up? Uh, I think uh, we were talking about something, and then I think I mentioned how, like. I forgot. It was some actor, and I was like, yeah, he's really attractive. And it was like, and she was like, you find other men attractive? Like, what do you buy? And I was like, well, maybe. Sometimes I think I might be. And then she was basically like went off on this tangent about one of her other friends whose boyfriend was bi and then like wound up being gay. And it's like, are you actually gay? And I don't know. She started, I don't know, I Basically, if I kind of took back what I said. Yeah, I was going to say, how did you get out of it? What did? How did you take it back? Or I was like, well, or I don't know. I kind of explained away, like saying that some men have like, I don't know. I didn't really explain it away very well, but she was. It was enough for her to listen. A lot of times women, 
you know, don't want to believe certain things if they're not ready to leave somebody. So somehow you said something that made her be able to live in denial about it, <laughs> and which was good on your part. And you could probably do the mm-hmm. same thing with this. But just so you know, in that situation, you kind of lied like I'm telling you to lie, which I think is smart. You know what I mean? You didn't tell her I sucked a guy off once when you brought that up, right? So you did do no. that, like dipping your foot in the pond. Th- you know what I'm saying? So I, I think that you could approach it in the same way. You sort of like felt her out without telling her the total truth. It wasn't lying. It was just testing the waters. When she, when you got the reaction that you realized, you backtracked a little bit, and that was the end of it. That's the same thing I'm telling you to do with the situation with you know her and another guy. How is it any different? Do you know what I mean? Like you're I, saying, no, I'd have to full disclosure. I, if I bring that up, I have to tell her everything. I can't pretend that I have it. You know, I'm, listen, the conversation isn't going to be like, hey, babe, do you want to fuck another guy in front of me? Because I fucked other people. You know, you know, that's not how conversations go. You you're going to say, hey, do you kind of think like, you know, just like you did with the buy thing. And she's going to be like, what the fuck are you talking about? And then that could be the end of the conversation. You could backtrack or she'll be like, I don't know. You know, and then it becomes a conversation and then you feel her out if you get to the point where you're going to tell her about your past and stuff but that doesn't have to come out right away ah mm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on that's nice at caskers.com we make this experience easy caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. Yeah, I, I think I get what you're saying. and It really, I agree with you. That seems like the right course of action to take. You have to wait for the perfect moment to bring up some sort of leading into that scenario, you know, conversation feel her out by how she reacts and then take and then take it from there and you'll be able to gauge because you're not an insane person you know you you know you'll be able to take the social cues from her of whether you know how much information you could give her without her freaking out Mm -hmm. you know and you just need to wait for that Sort of time. Do you guys watch porn together or talk about sex a lot? Like, I love to talk about sex with people that I'm into. Like, it's hot sometimes. You know, you talk about what you like and what you're into while you're sort of doing it. Do you guys talk about that kind of stuff? Um, like while we're doing it, and we do that uh, a lot, but not necessarily like the rest of the time. Right, or not like beforehand, right? Because you don't want to say it in the middle of like sex because she might, you know, you know, she might be like, what the, f-? if she's really not into it, could really turn her off. But like it could be like sort of, for, do you guys ever watch porn together or that kind of thing? No, we don't do that. Okay, you need to like, and the thing with the gay thing, that just came up, right? Out of like somehow, I think you, it just has to, the conversation just has to come up in a way that, you're not really saying like, hey, I want you to fuck another guy in front of me because that's what I'm into. Because I think it's too, unless you really know how she's going to react, she could, you know, she could potentially like break up with you for something like that. Don't you think? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So you, you can't go there. I mean, you're lucky that you're able to backtrack on the gay thing, you know. And I don't think, and let me tell you something, because I know you're into this whole honesty thing, okay. And I think it's very, like I said, I believe in the truth. I'm a truth teller. Like, I love the fucking truth. But 
if she, you already know that your girlfriend is very anti the gay thing and it freaks her out, you know, there's no reason for her to ever know that you gave head to a guy for one second. And if you ever do have a relationship with her and another guy, unless she's like, hey, babe, I want you to go down on him. I would never go there because you already know that she's not into it, you know, and that's not lying. That's just like not telling her the whole shebang because what does she need to know that you're not going to cheat on you're not cheating on her with other guys behind her back and everything so what does it matter yeah you know it's not like a bad lie if you were living it's not like you're living a double life and you're, you're blowing guys in cars and then going home and you're straight you know it's not like what she's afraid of she's afraid of a guy in the scenario with her friend who's secretly gay and is bi and he left the, the girl for another guy and whatever you know what i mean what she's afraid of is not going to happen with you so what does it even matter for her to know you know and if you guys start screwing uh, like other guys and stuff, like if she's into that, sh- that'll come out, you know, but you never have to tell her that you need to lead into it. I mean, are you constantly on Craigslist, like looking for this situation? Is it like sort of a, an obsession of yours? Like, or do you feel like you're like addicted to it? I wouldn't say constantly. I think I would probably look on Craigslist like maybe once or twice a month or something like that. Right, and just and sometimes you use like you say you use that to like get you off. But you do you get close. Do you feel like as time goes by, you get closer and closer to just like needing to bring it up with her? Uh, yeah, I think so. And so you're getting to the point where like you're dying. How? What's your longest relationship that you've ever had? Previously, I was in one for like two and a half years, mm-hmm. which was the girl that I was dating before this girl, and that's. Then I had a couple of relationships that were relatively short, only about a month or two. And when you were with that girl, did you do the same thing? Like you, did you never no, brought? She was like, yeah. Her, she basically was like the first, like real girlfriend that I had. So I don't know. I wasn't. I don't think I realized that I was into this at the time. Right. You were just so into just having a girl, or just figuring that whole scene out that you weren't like. Able, like you were and you didn't have the time or you didn't think to go elsewhere and remember your other sort of thing that you're into. Exactly. But maybe you just feel really comfortable. Like you and her have a good relationship, I'm assuming, right? Other than like, and, and it's not even that this is a problem. I mean, besides this whole thing that you want on the side, is everything with her as far as your relationship okay? Yeah, I think so. Is she someone that you would want to marry? Like what, what, I mean, I'm like way older than you and I'm never been married and I, not necessarily, I don't really buy into the whole thing, but I mean, I like commitment and relationships. I mean, what's, I mean, is it, I don't know. Do people get married when they're 26 or do you think about that at 26? I know I wasn't thinking about it, but are you, do you think about that or is this a girl that you might want to marry? Um, maybe, like, I don't know. Like the, thought has like kind of crossed my mind that maybe I could like be seeing her for a long time mm-hmm. but it's more or it's not like I'm planning on marrying her or anything like that right but you so feel like she could be the, the one that might be nice maybe if she is the one I'm not sure if she is so right but you guys get along really well and your sex is great I'm assuming right mm-hmm. your sex the sex is great um, do you feel like when you think about your future with somebody, do you think like, oh my God, I could never be like, it, like with somebody that wasn't going to do that or live my whole life if I commit to somebody without like being able to experience this? Or do you feel like if you 
lived your whole life with somebody and married somebody and were with them for 30 years, that they weren't into it, that you could be completely fulfilled? Um, to be honest, like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Part of me thinks, like, I, I don't think so, but I, I don't know. Right. And sometimes, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I always liked role-playing with boyfriends, and I think that if you have a really hardcore imagination and you're really creative, um, a lot of times you could, you know, create the scenarios that you want to have in real life that maybe you never would, right? Just mm-hmm. in, like, fantasy with the person and sort of experience it that way, and then everyone's, like, happy, but you don't really do it. But if you really go there in your mind and pretend, like, it really feels like you did. Like, it's fun. I don't know if you could do that, though, because, like, the things, you know, role-playing a lot of times what I would do with my boyfriends would be, like, he was a person and I was a person. We weren't role-playing, like, a, a you know, a, another person there that wasn't really there, you know? Like, could that, you think that that could, could like... You somehow, like, do it, like, in a way. I don't know. I don't think so, right? Because it's like you want another guy there, right? Like, if she were to pretend or you guys were, like, that wouldn't work, right? Yeah, I don't really know how you would do that. <laughs> you can't role play like a fake dude to come in, right? Or you, it's Because it's not about, like... It's not about her with another guy and you watching. So you can't be the other guy. It's about you, the other guy, and her all interacting. You want that You want that visual that you have when you were, like, beneath the other woman where you want her to be fucked by a guy, doggy style, and you want to be under watching, right? Yeah. Did you have that same scenario with the other couples that you were with? Not with all of them, but with, I think, like, with three of them I did. Right. And did the uh, did the other guys ever try to hit on you, or it was only one guy that you had that like the the buy experience with? Uh, it wasn't that just one guy. It was uh, let me try and remember. I, they've all kind of like blended together inside of my mind now. But um, yeah, it was two different guys. So two different guys you gave head to. Yeah. But the same thing happened the second time where, you, like, a couple minutes into it, you weren't into it anymore? Pretty much. Right. And they were cool with that? Like, they just stopped and then you just got busy doing other things and they didn't try to do it again with you? I kept, or when they wanted head again, I just did it. You did it? Yeah. Okay. Is it hard for you to admit that? Wait, what? Is it hard for you to admit that? Because I feel like you kind of like left that out before. First, you told me like, oh, I just did it once with a guy for a minute. And then I didn't really like it. I was like, forget it. And then now you're telling me you did it with two guys. And then I said when they wanted you to do it again, you're like, you did it again. But you hesitated for a long time. I'll probably edit out the long hesitation. But you did hesitate for a long time to answer the question. So I'm wondering if you have like a problem with that yourself or you feel weirded out that you do that. Yeah, I think I do a little bit. And I I don't know. Like I if I didn't particularly like want to, but it's not like I particularly like didn't want to. It was just kinda like it was So is the thing that freaks you out about it the fact that you sort of did something because somebody else wanted you to? Sort of like the way a a woman feels if she's being used by a guy. Like a lot of times I think women wind up doing sexual things or things sexually with a man that maybe they don't want to do but because they feel pressure to. And I think a woman feels that way afterwards. Like 
you know, and then they feel bad about themselves. And I'm trying to figure out is you're feeling bad about yourself because you feel like you kind of were forced to do something you weren't into, or do you feel bad because you kind of, it confuses you when you wonder like, does this mean that I'm gay or not? You know, where is it? Where's the confusion for you? Or sort you know, where's your feelings of like feeling uncomfortable about it come from? Um, I'd say much more so like that I was doing something that I didn't want to felt pressured into it. Right, right, right. And that's normal. You know what I mean? And it's like you're you're just in the heat of passion and it's just happening and you feel like, you know, you just should because they're there and they want to and you sort of blew them before for a minute. So why? <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You don't want to bust up the scene and be like, no, or put boundaries. Sometimes when you're doing something like that, it could be, you know, hard to say no. Women face that. all. I think women go through that all the time with men. You know, you don't want to sort of ruin the moment and be like, oh, no, I don't want to do that. So you say yes to everything. And then but sometimes you're saying yes to things that you don't want to. Um, so so that's just why you hesitated, because I, I could tell that you had some weird vibes about it. So you're probably not by, I don't think, because you would like it. I Don't you think? I I don't know. Like I did for a little while, and then I stopped. Do you watch? Do you watch? So that's okay. Did you watch? Uh, sometimes you need to to figure out whether you're bi or not. You need to try it out. You know, you were open. You were like, maybe I am. Let me see what this is like. And then you did it, and you were like, oh, I don't really like it that much, right? Yeah. Yeah, so that doesn't make you buy. That made you buy curious, and then you realize like it wasn't really what you're into. But do you watch like besides going on Craigslist and like sort of jerking off to the scenario of like your girlfriend with another guy? Do you watch gay porn? I I don't watch gay porn. Like like sometimes I go on Craigslist and then I look for like I look at the men for men section. Uh huh. And then I get off looking at other guys it's just weird that's why i kind of think i'm bi yeah i don't think that that's weird i think maybe maybe you are a little bi listen i think that a lot of people it's like a like you know fall on a different end of like a spectrum like i don't think you know and i think that like there's different percentages and i think it's very rare actually i think to find people that are completely 100 percent hetero or completely one 100 homo I, but I think you find them, of course, right? But a lot of people, and maybe most people fall on those ends of the spectrum, but I think a lot of people fall somewhere in the middle, men and women. I think, listen, you're being really fucking honest on my podcast because it's anonymous and that's why I do it this way. So people really tell the truth. And I think a lot more guys, if they came on in this scenario, would be true about it. I think women admit it more because it's very accepted. You know, women on a, with another woman, you know, every straight girl's like, I have a girl crush. And they're all like, you know, admitting to being slightly bi. Um, but, you know, t- 20 years ago, nobody was. No woman was. But, you know, with men, I think it's still not really acceptable. So a lot of guys keep it sort of under wraps. But I bet you there's a lot of guys that are doing what you do. They just don't admit it. It's not that weird, I don't think, you know. I have a test that sometimes I want to put guys through where I'm just like, I want you to watch some gay porn. I'm gonna, And then I'm going to feel your pants in the middle of the thing and see if you're hard, you know. And you know how many guys I've had on my podcast that are completely straight that have gotten blowjobs from trannies and stuff. And, you know, like I believe that there's a lot more slightly bisexual men than admit to it. So you might be slightly bi. You don't have to be totally bi. You know what I mean? You could maybe be bi in your imagination, but maybe in real life you're like, oh, that just goes too far for you, but you like to fantasize about it in your mind. Yeah, I think that's kind of where I am. 
Yeah, that's totally fine. And maybe one day you'll get more into it or maybe not. But I don't think that um, there's that's that confusing or that weird. I think that um, sometimes what gets us off in our head is different than what would get you up. And that's okay. And just like to leave it there and leave it as a fantasy is great because sometimes when I've lived out fantasies that I had in my head, in reality, they weren't as good as they it was in my head, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that that's fine. I wonder, like, if you... I think, though, because you have had the experience with the couples and you really liked it, I think that if you were with your girlfriend, with the other people, I think that would be a fantasy that you actually really would enjoy in real life, too, and would be great for your relationship. Um, I just... I just I just think it's going to be really hard for you to bring it up. And I think, like I said, I, I don't think it's 95-5. I think it's like a flip of a coin. It's like a 50-50. You really don't know because you, because when she flipped out about the gay thing, she didn't really flip out because she's like, you like guys, that's weird. You're fucked up. Like you can't like, you know, she wasn't like that. It was more about her being nervous that it meant you were gay and you'd leave her. Right. Yeah. Right. You know, I had a girlfriend that would meet guys that were bi. She was very into like rock and roll dudes. And a lot of those guys have made out with guys and she didn't never cared, you know, and uh, and at all. Like she wasn't close minded to that. And so I think like she didn't really sort of your girlfriend didn't like freak out in the way that made it seem like she's really closed off to um, you sexually be doing certain things that are a little bit out of the box. She just more freaked out. Because she was wondering, does that make you like gay, or is there more that you're keeping, for, you know, stuff from her? And you fully like women, right? Yeah, absolutely. Right. So I, I don't think that there's anything. I don't think there's anything. I don't think. I I think with her, you just don't know, and you have to do it in the way that the gay thing. You have to wait for some perfect moment, and you know that moment will come if you're smart enough to listen to what she says or say certain things. You could lead into that moment somehow and bring it up and feel her out and just sort of bring it up as if, like, would you ever do that? Like, you know what I mean? Maybe bring it up and, like, oh, when you had that girl, like, girl, did you ever think of a threesome? Did you ever do that? And, like, a girl and a guy or two guys and see what she says and then just, like, I don't know, feel her out that way. It has to be, like, a conversation and you have to go into it pretending that or at least starting out with a conversation where it's something that you you're just wondering about you know I wouldn't go into it being like hey do you want to do this because I've done this in the past and I want to it can't be that conversation that's too risky it yeah and even if she was in, yeah I completely agree with you because even if she was into it like approaching it that way just sounds weird yeah, I mean, right, exactly. Like, what are you going to draft up a contract next? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like so formal, you know, and like, I don't know, direct in a way that something like that you should like sort of, it should come up in a, like a flirtatious kind of sexy way where you guys are just having a conversation about sex or like, you know, feeling each other out, you know, getting to know her better in that in that scenario. Um, and because you're now doing all this new stuff, you know, with the bondage thing, I feel like that there's going to be a time where that's going to be able to come up you know you're gonna have a window of opportunity where you're gonna be able to sort of lead into that and you just have to go in in the same way you went into the gay thing or the bisexual thing which is just feel her out with your conversation I don't think it's I think it's too dangerous to ever go in and say it or somehow get her to bring it up like that's I have that skill I could get people to bring up what I want to bring up myself <laughs> somehow you have to bring up the conversation t- so that it be she brings up the conversation you know what i'm saying 
Yeah, I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah, you it's need to. Difficult. <laughs> it's not if you get the right lead in. If you wait for the right moment and you wait for mm-hmm. that right lead in, it's not difficult. It winds up all working out. It really does because I've done it before. So you just have to wait for that right lead in and you have to be smart because you know where you're going. You know where you want that conversation to end. It's just a matter of getting the perfect start. Do you understand? Once you have the perfect start and you have the ending, it's like writing a book. Like I wrote a book and I wrote all the middle first. And then it was like the hardest parts were like the ending and the beginning, you know. But if you know your ending, all you really need is your beginning. Everything in the middle will be easy in that scenario. It, and because, you know what, you can't know the beginning, I mean the middle, because your middle is going to change depending on what she says. You just need that lead-in thing to start the conversation and then feel her out and see how far you could take it. And you'll know. She'll react. You guys are really close. She's very comfortable with you. She'll tell you exactly what she's fucking thinking, right? So you'll be able to gauge her and see how far you could take it. And hopefully she'll be into it. And you guys, and let me tell you something about her. If she is into it, she might feel the same way you do, where she might be afraid. And this is where you're really going to have to read into her, you know, but you know her well, so you should be able to read into her. She might be afraid to be like, oh, yeah, I, I, I fantasize about that all the time. I'd love to fuck another guy in front of you. Like she might be, feel freaked out to admit that to you as much as you're you know freaked out to admit it to her so she might teeter as well don't you think makes sense yeah you know because even if that's something that she wants she'd be afraid that you wouldn't be into it do you understand so it would have Mm -hmm. to be something that would come up where you guys would both be pretending like oh i wonder if this is something that we would like and then you know the minute you invite that guy over, you guys are like so horny <laughs> and it's obvious that <laughs> she was always wanting it too. <laughs> Cause you don't know what's in her little head. You didn't know she was into bondage and all this shit. God knows where that bondage story is going to take you. How do you know what else she's into? Right. I mean, this is just something that came up in the middle, like, you know, throughout your relationship. Yeah. Yeah. You don't know because so many people like you, like you say, Oh, I do this thing and I go online and you know, and, you feel like you're, you know, confessing something that's so bizarre. I think so many people do stuff like that. So many people have crazy fantasies in their head. A lot of people call into my show and lead double lives where they're doing a lot more crazy stuff than what you've done or the similar, you know. And everyone thinks they're the only one, but a lot of people are that way. You know, and you might have wound up with a woman who has the same sort of fantasies. You don't know where her bondage things takes her. And hopefully she's into that. But you'd have to lead into it and it will probably go slowly because, like I said, I think she if she's into it, she wouldn't cop to it either as as quickly as you do. Like, you know, in the same way that you guys will both be pretending that maybe it's something. But if she acts like maybe she's into it, I'm going to tell you that that's something that if somebody says maybe they're into, it's something they're really fucking into. Because you know okay. this. You no, know, because you know those things. I don't think so, those things come up out of nowhere. Like, you said you started in college, right? Yeah. But, like, was it something that you always sort of fantasized about when you were, like, jerking off growing up or something? Or did it just out of nowhere come up into your head? I'm not exactly sure, like, how it all started. But it just, like, kind of slowly came up inside of my head. And then I started, like, I just decided that I wanted to do it, so I started looking for it online. 
Right. And for you to take it there, that was like a strong urge from you that I, I just think that those things don't just come up out of completely nowhere. You know what I mean? Um, so, yeah. like I said, if she seems like she'd be open to open to it, too, that means that she um, is really into it as well. And you guys are going to have a lot of fun together. Hopefully, you know, you sniffed out somebody that is more similar to you than you imagine. You just don't know. But you can't you can't just go in and be direct with it. You have to go in and, uh, and you know, that sort of tiptoe into the scenario and see if she'll do it. And in the meantime, keep going on Craigslist and jerking off and living your fantasy out that way. Okay, that sounds good. Yeah, and keep me posted. I love when people call me back or they email me and shit went down in one way or another. You know, when you do have that conversation or things come up or somehow or you wind up having a couple or whatever, like, let me know and we'll have you back on the show and we'll discuss that. Because I like to see okay. how things happen down the line. Because I think you're getting, do you feel like you're getting to a breaking point where you need for, to have, like you, you really want to have this conversation? Yeah, I think I'm getting to the point where it's like I want to have these conversations. But like you said, I have to wait for the yes. right moment to bring this Yeah, up. that's why get your rocks off online as much as possible so that sexual tension doesn't build up and you sabotage and blurt it out or something. Do you know what I mean? Don't be stupid. Yeah. Keep jerking off, keep going on Craigslist, keep living it out in your mind so that you could have the patience to wait for the right time to bring it up so you don't ruin your relationship over this little thing that you want to do on the side that's like, you know, because it's not worth it's not worth losing your good relationship for. But hopefully she'll be into it and you'll find that time and it'll just add to your relationship. Okay, that sounds good. Okay, Jay, so keep me posted and let me know how it goes. If anything ever happens. Okay, talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks for calling in. Bye. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone? To anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is strictly anonymous. Strictly anonymous.